Hey everybody, welcome to War of the Worlds, the Newsified Game Show, a gamified news show, however you want to slice it, uh, where we tackle the top tech topics from the previous week and give you our hot takes from our editors, uh, from our PC World, Mac World, and Greenbot magazines. With me today, uh, Elena Yee from PC World. Hey. And Roman Loyola from Macworld. Howdy. So it's nice to have the PC versus Mac audience here uh, in, in full force, and hopefully we'll get to see them come to blows or something over, I don't know, Ryzen and uh, MacBook Pros or something like that. Got a lot of pot stirring to do today. Uh, but yeah, how was everybody's weekend? Uh, not rainy, which was nice. Yeah. Roman? I'm I'm actually pretty burnt out. Yeah. I, I went to Vegas and my friend was got married this Ooh, weekend. That's so. amazing. Vegas wedding. Yes, Vegas wedding. Fantastic. So, and I even won some money, so it was a really good weekend. Wow, thumbs up. Yeah, but you look pretty tired. <laughs> I, I am tired. beat. So. You're ready to be drugged in on beat. Monday morning for uh, to talk about yes. news. You're like, so, that's what I really want to do. There might be a lot of pregnant pauses from me. Great. Well, we do have a 60-second time limit on the takes, so okay. the, the good news is it, that pregnant pause can only last 60 so, seconds. Okay, I'll keep that At that mind. point, we will cut you off, so it'll be fine. How do you cut off somebody who's not talking? Uh, you just start talking. Just start talking over you them. You just start talking. I like it. I like it. All right, we have we have tactics. We have strategy already in place. Uh, let's go to the game since we're all heated up here. So our first topic today, we're actually I'm going to look at Elena, but I'm going to start with Roman. Already playing the head games. Uh, Apple Park is going to open in April. Uh, massive complex. Seen some great pictures. Twelve thousand employees are going to uh, sit down there in Cupertino and start working for for Apple. Uh, place certainly sounds impressive with lots of design elements, uh, including I hear toilets that are modeled after the iPhone. So that's I actually really want to see pictures of that. I didn't see anything <laughs> of that yet. But, Only uh, see? Yeah, exactly. Well, I don't know if I'm getting invited to Cupertino anytime soon, so uh, we'll have to see. But Roman, I, I have a little trouble with the name Apple Park. I feel like they could have gone a little more uh, interesting, a little a little bit of a better name there. So I want to get your uh, name on Apple Park, or your name for Apple Park, and then uh, tell me what it means for the company, for Apple, to be opening this campus out there. So, okay, I usually hate saying this phrase that I'm going to say, but I'm going to say it. I've been doing this a long time. <laughs> and if there's one thing that I've learned that is that tech pundits and journalists should not be naming Apple products. Nice. Yeah. Because it never never pans out. <laughs> I've seen so many times when people say Apple should call come out with this product and call it this. And then Apple comes out with that product, but they don't call it that. And it just never works. It's just Apple has their own naming system. Nobody understands it. It's people try to and but it just doesn't work. Now I've seen uh, people thinking that maybe the name Apple Park is analogous to Xerox Park, mm, mm-hmm. where Apple Steve Jobs was inspired to come up with the Mac OS. But I don't know if that's real. I've seen people say they should have called it the Orchard. But oh. oh man, well I like where we were going with that. I got a little <laughs> bit of history, some good background from Roman, bringing in, uh, value from the MacWorld yes. audience here. I like that. I'm going to go ten thousand points. I would have given you fifteen, but we got to knock some time off for uh, some points off for yes. going over time. So of course, uh, Elena, over to you. Your thoughts? A uh, better name. I'm going to go ahead and say better because I, I don't work for Apple, so I can say that. A <laughs> uh, better name for Apple Park, and then uh, what does it mean for Apple as a company opening this place? Who? Okay, so. Uh, I am terrible at naming things. Great, but the best. So the best I came up with uh, would be just Atlantis. Oh, okay. Because uh, I feel like for most people, it's going to be this mythical thing that mm. they're never really going to see or interact with. <laughs> yeah. And then in the future, people are going to be like, "Yeah, I don't know what's up with that, but it's gone now." 
<laughs> you know, we'll just talk about it, make references to it in our literature, you know, build whole, you know, movies and uh, TV series around it. I look forward to the Lego adaptation of Apple Park. That's actually really interesting. Yeah. I think we should go with yeah. that. Yeah. Just another sequel. <laughs> Um, as for what it means, I kind of wonder if they're kind of going for a Disney vibe, mm. like trying to make be like the Disney of tech, maybe in a way. I don't know, like this mecca that people can go to and experience what it's like. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's supposed to be open to the public. Has yeah. that cat? They're gonna have a cafe. I don't know if they're having tours. I wonder if they're gonna show off those toilets because I'm wondering, like. If it's supposed to be iPhone inspired, do you like double tap a button for like what flush you're going to do? <laughs> I like that. That's a great take. I'm going to give it to you. You think you got right under time. So 20,000 points to Elena starting us off strong here. That's a great take. I like that. Uh, yeah, certainly the cafe uh, and some other spaces are going to be open to the public. So the, I don't know, the, the normals, I guess. I don't know what you would call them. Normies. The normies coming in. The muggles are going to be able to see kind of how the magic gets made, uh, at least from the outside. I, I personally would love to see Tim Cook uh, at the the uh, lunch counter in the cafe. I'm curious <laughs> what he would be ordering. I, I, I think it's a salad, probably. Light vinaigrette, raspberry vinaigrette. Roman, you're the Mac yeah, expert. What do you think? Right. Sound right? Sounds right. All right. Maybe some apple cider vinaigrette. <laughs> apple cider on the side. That was nice. I'm going to give Roman back those 5,000 points. I like it. Let's get it back in there. I um, thought you were going to say something entirely different. <laughs> something about the bathrooms. We could have gone with uh, Wolf is the fourth quarter and they were talking about earnings. Maybe he's getting bourbon on the side or something like that. But uh, yeah. So our second item, starting with Elena this time, oh, yeah. uh, CPU wars begin. Now, obviously, I'm, I'm saying begin because this is our show and first time we're talking about it. So I'm going to take a little bit of the egotistical stance. Obviously, the discussion's been going on for a while now. AMD uh, versus Intel, a lot of interesting stuff going on right now. But we just got pricing and release date information uh, last week. Some real competitive pricing uh, I'm looking at my notes here. It looks like the the premium Ryzen uh, 7 1800X. Is that, am I doing that right? It's the Ryzen 7 1800X. Yes, a chip that's expected to compete with the $1,100 Intel uh, Core i7, and that's the 6900K. Am I doing that correct so. also? Right. That's the benchmark that AMD talked about, at least, I think, right. uh, in their announcement. Uh, so I'm not a business analyst, but $1,100 seems way more than $500. Just so, a little bit. Yeah. So is this, uh, you know, I, I know what my answer is, but starting with you, do you think this is uh, enough to keep this hype train going for Ryzen, uh, you know, into into kind of summer and, and getting past the release here? I mean, I think it's a definitive yes, because so far, as far as I know, pre-orders are sold out. Mm. Uh, I think it was Ryan over at PC Perspective who was saying that their Amazon affiliate traffic just like shot way up mm. after they made all those announcements. So I think the hype train's still steaming along. It's ready to plow some people over, potentially. <laughs> um, I think what's going to be more important is what happens when the performance numbers actually come out. Yeah. Um, as far as I know, it's being benchmarked by all the journalists right now. Mm -hmm. Everything's under embargo. As far as we know. Uh, uh, as far as we know. I have right. to be very careful what I say yeah, right now. Yeah, of course. So it's... So far, public information is that single core performance matches that of uh, Intel's mm -hmm. corresponding chip, but outperforms it on multi-threaded. Mm -hmm. So it should be interesting to see how the chips actually fall, pun intended. Mm. <laughs> I 
did it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mom. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm wasting seconds. Oh, I'm out. Oh, oh. That was a good take, though. I like no. it. We got in a good uh, chip joke. So I would have taken a potato chip joke, too. I think there was one in there. Uh, Roman, you can steal that if you want. Uh, yeah, good start. Let's go 15,000 to Elena for uh, getting us a good perspective there. Roman, a different perspective for the Mac yeah. world. Obviously, uh, not a lot of chipset competition, obviously, for you guys. But, um, you know, certainly you're no stranger to the marketing aspect to this. So let's let's get your take on this. What do you think? Well, I mean, competition's a good thing, right? Right. So hopefully if, you know, I, AMD does well, this com- provides a comeback for them, that's going to drive prices down for Intel. And in order for them to compete and maybe, you know, do better technology. So maybe hopefully that means that the implementation in Macs will be a little cheaper as well. Right, and then yeah. the end user will benefit because... Well, I have to have a hard time believing that Apple will decide to lower its prices because Intel lowered its prices because Apple loves its margins. So, I mean, even the recent MacBooks were more expensive than before. Right. So, but maybe, maybe it'll result in uh, cheaper Macs if, in other words, AMD succeeds, Intel needs to lower their price to compete. Macs will possibly be lower. User benefit. Yay! <laughs> so That's all good. And we got it under time. I like it. Let's go solid 15,000 points to Roman. I like that take. So uh, you heard it here first. Mac prices dropping next year because of Intel. No, just kidding. I <laughs> uh, wouldn't hold Roman to that. But it is, it's a good take for, for a Mac audience, for sure. Uh, it'll be very interesting to see what happens. Obviously, the next couple months are going to be pretty interesting for the PC enthusiasts and all of us. So uh, starting Roman, I'm going to go right back to you here, actually. Uh, Google Assistant... Uh, now allows you to purchase items uh, using just your voice. So it's up there with Alexa. Uh, and Now, obviously, you're not purchasing them from Amazon. You're purchasing them from uh, Google's uh, Express uh, service, which is a network of 40 uh, businesses, including Walmart, Toys R Us, and some other uh, vendors that you can buy items from. But functionality closer to Alexa's probably uh, most enjoyed, I would assume, uh, aspect of the alexa thing which is that you can just say hey i want to order something and and get it uh where are we at are we team alexa or team uh google assistant now at this point well at, at for me personally at the risk of getting no points i am i'm i'm not i'm not on any team zero points so i'm not really interested <laughs> in, in any of these digital assistants it's just not a thing that i feel like right now i need to have mm. I, I you know at my home i don't have this urgent need to like suddenly need to buy something and just blurt it out and Mm. buy it. Or I guess in a broader application, something comes up and I need to look it up on the internet or something like that. I I haven't had that experience really. And for me, you know, since I carry my phone with me all the time, it's, it's kind of inconsequential to look it up on Mm -hmm. my phone. So, so yeah, I'm on not any, not on any team and I'm not scoring any points on this one. I'm guessing. No, I'll give you, that's a great take. Actually. I'm actually curious. uh, Do you have running water at your house, Roman? (laughs) We have a well in the back. Well in the back. Okay. So is it downhill or uphill? It's, it's both. Okay, great. Both ways. Uphill both ways. Yes. So we have to go uphill both ways. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. 20,000 to Roman riding with the joke. I like it. Give him an extra 5,000 points for that. Uh, So Elena, uh, I'm, assuming you have running water at your house so tell me uh assistant or i do um but actually i'm gonna uh solidarity it's team solidarity here it's team me really if i had to choose between two but my answer is different and it's because i have a terrible time with the voice activated assistant so Ah, far i haven't done a lot with uh, google assistant i haven't really used allo much because i don't have a pixel Mm -hmm. um but the voice recognition is so hit or miss sometimes for me uh 
that I think I'd be ordering a lot of products I didn't need or wanted. <laughs> and uh, I have this unfortunate habit of getting irrationally angry at technology when it's not doing what I want it to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't I haven't thrown anything across the room in a long, long time, but uh, I probably would be recorded saying things that should not be repeated in front of small children hmm. at that point. Yeah. And when money is involved, it just gets a little bit more heated. <laughs> so I think I would, I would wait still honestly for this technology i mean it sounds good but it's not for me yeah not right now all right i like it a little bit milder i'm gonna go fifteen thousand points i also think um you know elena you're probably okay because most consumer products don't have profanity in the name so you're probably not gonna accidentally <laughs> but uh, i would order start something. i would start you can like you know okay google uh order some ibuprofen from Walgreens and they're like, they're going to say like, Oh, did you want 40 of this? No, you stupid. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then it would just roll from there. Yeah. Interesting. Well, actually, uh, I repeat myself like five times and then I would get angry. Right. So I you do give it a chance. So you legitimately have, you know, no, all joking aside, you have a real problem with the voice recognition from, uh, uh it really depends. A lot of times I think honestly has to do with road conditions. Gotcha. When I'm like, usually when I'm in the car and I'm trying to do voice activated navigation mm-hmm. and it's not always listening to me. <laughs> all right. Well, I think a smoother ride, maybe we need to get Elena into something better than like a Ford Pinto or whatever it is she's driving that's creating so much noise uh, that she can't hear the assistant. Uh, but uh, go back, go back to Roman here. Uh, so I'm a cool guy. Uh, I don't know if I'm cool enough for this item exactly, but I hear that there's this thing called Snapchat out there, and they have produced this product called Spectacles, which a lot of the kids were uh, looking for uh, recently, and you had to get it out of a kiosk, and it was this whole thing, and they had a great ad campaign around it, to be honest. Um, but now Spectacles available to everybody online. Uh, I'm put in mind of kind of, uh, Google glass whenever I see these things, to be honest, uh, they do have a light on them, which tells you when you're recording. So it's sunglasses with a camera and an led display and that's it. And the led display just shows you spinning lights, uh, when the person's recording 10 to 30 seconds of video, uh, and then wirelessly goes from your phone to, to Snapchat. So, uh, First, give me the worst time to accidentally press the record button on your spectacles. And then uh, does making these sorts of things broadly available decrease the appeal of the device, which I think is what most people's worries are about going wide with this? Well, I mean, the obvious worst situation is the bathroom, right? So, but I think it's even one step further. It's I think what'll happen. I, I think that's already actually probably already been done. I'm sure it's happened. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I think we're going to see something like like a locker room or something like that, where the, the problem is it's a generational thing, right? So it's not necessarily our. I mean, there are plenty of people in my generation who are into it, but it's usually like my kids' generation. Mm-hmm. And what's going to happen probably is. So they're growing up with it. They're used to it. They may not even notice that the light is on. Mm. So they'll be in the locker room. They're getting dressed. And then there'll be a video of minors getting naked being streamed somewhere. And then that'll just blow up and it'll be a problem. That would be a problem. Yes. Yes. That would be a big problem for for whoever was streaming that. Right. So I think that would be the one big situation where that could be cause a problem. And then I don't remember the second half of the question (laughs) because I'm still in Vegas. (laughs) That's right. We're out of time anyways. (laughs) 
Oh, boy. Well, I'm going to give you the 10,000 points for uh, getting us to the Catch a Predator moment on uh, on War of the Worlds. It only took five episodes, guys, and we already got the FBI tapping our phones, so that's good Uh, on that hypothetical. And I'm going to give you another 5,000 points for making Adam laugh so hard that I think he almost fell out of his chair back there. So, Uh, Elena, over to you. What do you got for us? So, most embarrassing moment. I'm like, okay, well, funeral. Uh, uh, The moment where somebody is telling you it's not you it's me um yeah (laughs) uh uh, but for me i think the worst moment would be that moment where you're staring in the mirror and you're like wow i really let myself go (laughs) (laughs) now are you saying this out loud while you're recording this probably (laughs) (laughs) um as honestly so i'll just switch to the you know non-catch a predator side of the question i really think that actually going wide widespread with this like making it readily available does take away from some of the appeal Mm -hmm. i think that it was kind of a a neat juxtaposition that something that was so digitally based could only be picked up physically from somewhere and the the pop-up store idea i really liked that idea too they said it could come back in the future but i feel like now it's just like any old thing you can pick up on the internet which kind of takes away from that like oh that's interesting like not everyone has it kind of appeal yeah, I really, uh, I agree. I think for me, the fact you had to physically go someplace, stand in line and get it. I mean, it was really, uh, I mean, again, not for me, but yeah. that seemed to be the most intriguing part of it to me. So uh, I'm going to give uh, Elena 25,000 points for agreeing with me because that's one of the most <laughs> important things to do on the show, obviously. Uh, Roman, take notes. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going into our and fifth. remember the questions that are asked and remember the questions that are asked you know a we, one and one and eight. well you know what i think we're going to start having notepads in front of everybody so you can kind of <laughs> just like scribble notes down before uh while i'm talking but uh going to the fifth one now uh interesting we were just talking about to catch predator because we're actually going to talk about catching predators here uh in, in some way uh brad smith of microsoft uh addressing rsa basically called for a Geneva Convention for Cyber Warfare, which is a fascinating concept to me because we are seeing more of these kind of nation-state actors in cyber warfare. Obviously, the recent interference in the U.S. election being the most uh, recent example, but certainly there have been corporate attacks in the United States that have been, you know, uh, essentially nation-state attacks and and other things like that. So, uh, Roman, we'll start with you. Uh, Obviously, you don't have to get too technical, but this idea of a Geneva Geneva Convention for Cyber Warfare, is this something that uh, first we think would be possible? uh, And do you think that we need an international intervention agency into essentially cybercrime at this point? I think we do because... I think what we're learning is that these cyber crimes don't have any borders. Mm. You know, they're, I hate to use the recent election as an example, but, you know, the possibility that one country is interfering in another country's doings, you know, it has to be an international uh, thing. But whether it can be executed, you know, it's a tricky thing, I, especially when it comes to technology. There's so many different levels of knowledge mm. uh, from the different countries and it seems like to me a night logistical nightmare of trying to coordinate that. So, uh, yeah, I think we need, it seems to me that we need some sort of organization like that, but yeah, I can't even imagine how it can be yeah. executed logistically. Yeah. And that's all I have. Great. Awesome. I can't even imagine how it happened. We need it, but we can, we're not going to be able to pull it out. I yeah, like it. That's, yeah. that's good. That's a, that's you know a, what? Honesty is a valuable yeah. commodity. Uh, basically, that was a long way of me saying, I don't know. Sure. So. Sure. Great. Honesty. 25,000 points to Roma for honesty. I like that. Uh, Elena, would you like to equivocate or give us an honest answer? 
Well, my honest answer is that, yes, I think it's a great idea. I feel like, however, the execution of it, it's going to be maybe something like the environmental accords, right? Where mm. all the nations come together, they agree to do this, and then everyone has kind of like different results, yeah. depending on how serious they get, right? Um, I honestly hope it comes through. If, not, if for no other reason, we have some form of like special interpool that's dedicated to this, mm-hmm. and then a new generation of kids can play Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego <laughs> based... Based on, you know, figuring out who is hacking who and what kind of like bots they're using and why. Um, So I think that'd be kind of interesting. But in all seriousness, I do think there's a lot of burden that's being placed on private companies. And it would be helpful if there was some kind of like agreement or general set of principles everyone was trying to abide by. Yeah. And certainly the with the differing laws in different countries, who you appeal to if you're harmed right. as, a, as a company is something that you really struggle with, I feel like, right now, too. It was interesting to hear a lot of those sentiments echoed in RSA. Obviously, we got to talk to uh, some interesting people with Steve Ragan, uh, you know, CSO Online, who's also in our uh, network of, of sites. And, uh, you know, the people he was talking to just really, you know, again, it's like, what? how are we handling, uh, you know, these cloud security and all these other uh, issues that cross borders, you know, and what does, what does that mean for the future of sort of cyber crime and enforcement, things like that, really interesting topics uh, that we're not going to get into any further on this show because we've reached the final round. And so if you'd like to read more or see more, obviously uh, CSO online network world info world, uh, make sure to check out RSA coverage uh, this year, uh, 2017, uh, just to remind you what year it is. Obviously, that was important. Uh, but yeah, some great stuff over there for that. But we are in the final round here on War of the Worlds. What about and... points for Elena? Oh, Elena points. Oh, thank you. Oh, good good, good call, Adam. Uh, let's do 20,000 points for Elena, too. I like it. So we're at a, a pretty close heat here. Roman hanging tough, 90,000 to 95,000 if our producer Adam's uh, math is right, which is never guaranteed. But we're going to go ahead and say he's doing all right today. Uh, there haven't been too many distractions. Uh, <laughs> there's been no extended E. coli uh, conversation to take him out of the say. game for uh, that we like we had a couple weeks ago. But so final round, our contestants do not know what is coming, um, but basically uh, we're going to do the emoji challenge again. So I ask you guys to take your phones out and oh you've got Adam's number uh, programmed in there. We're not going to read that number aloud on air. Don't worry. Uh, but I'm going to have you text Adam your emoji interpretation of uh, this headline that I'm about to give you. I'll give you a second to get the uh, the phones up first, though. Oh, boy. Oh. My one weakness. <laughs> emoji texting? Yeah. Roman actually told me that. That's why I set this up. I figured. He gave me the inside scoop. I mean, I even got less sleep on purpose, Roman, knowing that you're coming back (laughs) from Vegas. But man. She tried to level the playing field. Roman always looking for an advantage. Any edge to take. All right. Are you guys ready? Got your emoji keyboards up? Yep. Elena's still swiping. I only have my stock ones. I got to pick carefully. These are the moments that the podcast version of this show just really lights up on fire, I think, is when we're listening to people swipe through screens on phones. It's That makes for a compelling video. It is. Well, even more compelling audio. (laughs) That's my sound of swiping for all you podcasters. I like that Elena's trying to to give everybody a little bit of an insight. Roman is ready. I think we got to go here. I'm just moving around just because it's probably going to just be, you know, what strikes me as the spirit moves me. All right, cool. So uh, let's we're going with a hypothetical Intel price drop in response to AMD's uh, rise and release. So I want a uh, emoji headline interpretation of an Intel price drop in response 
two Ryzen's. I mean, is this timed? Yes, you have 60 seconds. Oh, perfect. Time is going now. Do, 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 do. I always say we're going to like that. Well, right, exactly. I always say we're going to license that music, but uh, we actually looked into it and it's really expensive. Uh, shockingly. So. so instead, we're going to sing Happy Birthday because we can do that now uh, after that recent landmark court ruling. Happy birthday. No, we're not really going to sing. Nobody wants to hear me sing. So again, we're looking for uh, emoji response to or an emoji interpretation of the headline Intel dropping prices as a result of the Ryzen. There's not a potato chip emoji, is there? <laughs> I hope there is. This it could, keyboard it could pop up there. is not well suited for my purpose. We got 15 seconds. Do we send it to him when we're? Yeah, you can send it to Adam, but leave it up on your phone because we'll I'll let you. Uh, I'll let you interpret it for me as well. Got five seconds. Elena's still swiping. I have sent it. Oh, and we're good. All right, everybody got in under time. That's beautiful. Um, Elena is the person who is apparently disadvantaged by this we'll start with you so i do i just read out loud yeah just I put... read, it, read it out loud and then give me an interpretation we're going to put it up on screen so they can see okay so my emoji in order mm -hmm. from left to right yes so bank the building uh-huh a cactus uh-huh someone swimming in the ocean or a lake i don't know it's open to interpretation a mushroom a lemon and a boat seeming through the water <laughs> all right so give me the what's the read the elena interpretation of this Money, pokey, wow, somewhere to go. That doesn't seem right. Seems kind of sour. I guess we're going somewhere. <laughs> so that was, you're, you're, you're emojiing it from the perspective of Intel is what you're saying. Yeah. Basically. It's interpretive art. Okay. It is very interpretive. Uh, as somebody once said, I don't know art, but I know it when I, I don't know what art is, but I know it when I see it. That's definitely art. Uh, so final round, just to remind everybody, is 20,000 points all in. So whoever is the winner of the final round just gets 20,000 points. So we're looking at it. We've heard Elena. Roman, uh, let's hear you. Okay. So um, I didn't really go with an emoji. Nice. I oh, went with breaking a, rules. A Excellent. emoji because I broke the rules. <laughs> And uh, because, uh, you know, like I said, I'm, my mind's still in Vegas, so I couldn't <laughs> navigate my emoji keyboard and like had no clue. What it, so I went with the one fit emoji that I could go with. And I'm going to stick this up in front of the camera. It's you OK. Know, we'll we'll put it on. Uh, we're going to put it on screen. It's OK. So this is the emoji I went with. <laughs> it's okay it's okay roman we're gonna we'll put it we'll actually have adam put it on screen all right yeah so it's it's basically me in a uh <laughs> I in like a win. carnival costume it is him so, so yeah it's just basically me in a carnival costume celebrating uh Whatever it is, I, sorry. What? I, I'm sorry. <laughs> Man, this is a. I think he's gonna this win. One, this one has to go to the judges. This is pretty much. I don't know how to. Uh... Adam is turning colors for people who can't see him and hear him. He is turning. Let's just say different Adam, shades of color. I, I I went with this not caring if I won, <laughs> which is why he's going to win. I think we got to give it to Roman for yeah. for causing uh, for disrupting oh. something wow. that's important in the tech industry. Oh, I give oh. Roman points for Nicely disrupting uh, our contest here and also showing off a truly incredible uh, <laughs> image of himself. You guys really do have to see this. <laughs> it's okay. As I said, they're going to put, we'll, we'll put it on the screen uh, for everyone to see. It won't be a problem. That's why you texted it to Adam. So. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. So our final totals, uh, Adam, why don't you just read them to me since you took the board down? Uh, Elena is 95,000. Uh-huh. And Roman clocking in at 110,000. Oh, that means goodness. Roman and Macworld are our winners this week. Congratulations, I'm Roman. To Elena. <laughs> Next time I'm not giving you a handicap. <laughs> And uh, for anyone also looking to get Elena uh, twisted up in something, apparently she's bad at texting with emojis. So if you send her a long string of emojis, <laughs> she will uh, not know how to respond. So that's a good way. I just to, won't respond. Or she just won't respond, <laughs> uh, which is also good. So Yeah. And if, if she texts you back, uh, it's going to be real off the wall. Yeah, She's <laughs> not drunk. She's just making art. She's interpreting. <laughs> she's interpreting it as, as art. Liberal so. art education. I feel like we learned a lot today. I want to thank you guys all out there for joining us. Uh, everyone uh, in the podcast world, picking us up on iTunes, uh, Stitcher, Google Play. Are we on Stitcher yet, Adam? Yes, we are. All right. iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Thanks so much for listening this week. Thank you guys for watching this week, and we'll see you next week.